Let your hair down, people, and we'll have a natural ball. What I would like to do right now, remember those lyrics. Let your hair down, people, and we'll have a natural ball. I would like to have happen is the Hawk and Robert the Bruce on site to do a little duet singing that one line. All right. Come on. Seriously. Hey, Hawk, you in? My fee is $100 a minute. Okay, well, this is only going to take about probably about eight seconds. And uh, go upstairs and see the paymaster on the third floor. We'll wait until after that's confirmed. <laughs> Confirm this. <laughs> I mean, really? All right, you ready? You ready, Hawk? I need the Let line you, again. Uh, the line's easy. You ready? Let your hair down, people, and we'll have a natural ball. All right, I'm ready. People will have a natural ball. Uh, are you ready? Are you ready? That was my singing right there. That's what no, you no, hold on. Y'all can do a little duet, so don't worry about it. You, you know, we won't be able to hear which one's which, so we'll do that right now which to start hour number two. Which one of us is Soprano? Uh, Tony. Good one. I think, I think this would be a good time to cut to dog of the day and uh, pick of the litter. Oh, come on, just do this for me. Do this for <laughs> me. All right, let's go. Thing let's go. I've asked y'all. What All are right, we doing? I'll get, let your hair down, people, and we'll have a natural ball. Give ready? us a count off. I'm going to give you a three, two, one, hit it. And that's when y'all both start singing. You ready? Three, right. two, one, hit it. Let's hear it people. people. <laughs> we're going to have a ball. Yeah. He actually started singing. Hawk, you did a great job, Hawk. Let oh, him do it. Let him Wimpy do it. Shoes <laughs> over here was talking. Yep. Oh, come on, it's easy. I can't sing. Cats run when I start singing. That's Let your hair down, me. people, and we'll have a natural ball. Come on, if I can do it. All right, that wasn't singing much either. All right, we're great here radio. live, of course. Oh, it well, is, you know, you got to throw a curveball once in a, a while, right? Right. Yeah. There you go. A curveball. You don't want to do the same old, same old. Uh, we uh, we are here, as I've mentioned numerous times, because why? Because that's where we are. And I want to – listen, this is a, a, a charity that raises a lot of money. I mentioned before, $9.3 million since inception back in 2016. And they're looking to crash through $11 million by the time this tournament shuts down Sunday night and uh, the money starts being counted because that's what they're going to do. $11 million for the eight years. This is the eighth year of the Dominion Energy Charity Classic. James River Court at the Country Club of Virginia. And as I mentioned earlier, we'll go through it again uh, with uh, all the information that Robert the, <laughs> excuse me, Robert the Bruce sent to me yesterday. And there is a plethora of events that are going on out here. Uh, charity functions. There are, there's a military uh, program going on. And it's going to active duty, veterans, National Guard, reserve military members, military retirees, uh, patriots, outposts. There'll be things going military appreciation ceremony. The tournament will host a military appreciation ceremony today at 515 after the final putt drops. And the ceremony is open to all ticket holders who will be immediately followed by that will be followed by the noah is it kahan noah khan is it kahan uh noah khan is how i've, that's how okay. I've heard it that's uh, uh, what about hawk how do you I'm, I'm unfamiliar with this Con. young man Con. Con. Yeah. see i was right how he's dovetailing oh boy he's dovetailing <laughs> with you no, that's all he never of, heard of him either no, there's, hawk, a, no never... there's a lot of cons there's a lot of cons that run sports teams. a lot of cons there's a lot of pros shaka Khan. <laughs> don't forget shaka Khan. don't forget the wrath of Khan. that's his name it's listen the phone book is con comma wrath of you also yeah. young to remember the wrath of Khan, aren't you i am I there's kubla Khan. genghis Khan. no genghis Khan. there's kubla Khan. 
I, mean, I, I can't believe I can announce and remember all these cons. Yeah, me either. I'm a big Mongolian <laughs> history fan, Al. <laughs> a big Mongolian history buff. Uh, the home of Genghis and Kubla. Uh, they were brothers, of course. Uh, Craig <laughs> McQuaid, good guy from out here at Channel 6. What are you laughing at? We were uh, brothers. Craig, they were brothers. But yeah, why not? Uh, listen, I, you, I can change history. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you say it enough, people believe you. Uh, Greg McQuaid will be the ceremony MC. Lucky him is what I say. Lucky him. I would like to be doing that. Um, listen, this, this is where the rubber meets the road, uh, where I, I stop and, and, and want to talk about this. We mentioned it last hour. I want to mention it again because, to me, this is huge. Uh, Commander Paul Galante will be the guest of honor. And if you're younger and you're saying, well, who is he? Uh, he was a naval pilot shot down over North Vietnam back in the 60s. His wife, Phyllis Galante, uh, was the, the tip of the spear lobbying President Richard M. Nixon to bring home the POWs and the MIAs. Phyllis Galante, she has passed away. Mr. Galante, Commander Galante, is still with us. He's a guest of honor. He's a veteran. was a veteran of the Vietnam War. And I asked uh, the young dogs here uh, with me, and that would be Hawk in the studio, and thank you, Hawk, and Robert the Roos out here on site, how many days was he a prisoner of war? And my answers were 72, and yours, Let, Hawk, let's, was what? Let me redo that one. <laughs> I, no, I, no, 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 read is well, You said six days. I, I, it was, it, I did not know we were talking about POWs on a sports show, so I just threw out six. Oh, I'm going to go listen, with 132. Well, then you missed my answer earlier. The... Uh, no, there are times during my show that I'll get off track and talk about things that are what I feel oh, I a little bit more important to me. I just felt bad that I like you guys were talking about POWs and I came in with six. As I mean, that's <laughs> that's pretty disrespectful. Well, the when you talk about somebody, he's going to be a guest of honor here. That's another reason to bring him up because it's one of the main events going on this weekend, and uh, he survived. 2,432 days as a POW. Wow. wow. 6.663 years. He was a prisoner of war for six and two-third years. Think about that. They dig holes. They put you in it, and they put a grate over you. That man should and never they, have to buy a beer They come out. by, and they can urinate on you anytime they want, among other things. These. Mm. Anyway. Uh, he'll be here, and if you're in and around here, come out and, and meet or at least get to see Mr. Galante, Commander Galante. What a great man. An inspiration to me personally, period, end of story. And I had the pleasure of meeting him 20-some-odd years ago at a, at a charity event down at the Commonwealth Club uh, years ago. And he'll be here today at, at 515 at the James River Course of the uh, Country Club of Virginia, and he will be a guest of honor uh, in the military. Craig McQuaid gets to be the from CBS 6, the ceremony MC, and I'm jealous of that. I would love to be up there with Mr. Galante. So, anywho, that's that. And if you get to see him or meet him, do it. You're doing yourself a favor. You'll be meeting a man. Uh, let's say, well, we, the, the golf starts, I think, at 10. We need to do our pick. We did not do our pick of the litter or our dog of the day last week. So we're going to do that now. And I want to uh, throw them out there at you. Well, that would be uh, myself and the Bruce. 
uh, doing this. So I actually got to look at the schedule for the NFL. We do it for the NFL. And uh, Robert the Bruce. Yes. Not only do we have next week's schedule, or this week's, I've got next week's in front of me. How about that? We won't do that one. Uh, all right, Bruce, you've looked at it. Who is your, your pick of the litter game-wise this week? So my pick of the litter might surprise you. I am picking the Lions at the Ravens. No, no. That's that's good. Yeah. Well, I'm, I, I figured you'd expect I'd take uh, my team that's playing in a pretty big game, but this Lions-Ravens game really interests me. I think we're going to learn a lot about both teams. Yeah, I don't think there's any question. And they're both good teams. We One of these teams may prove to be very good. Well, Baltimore has the defense that would not even allow 91 points. They allow uh, I mean, they're in the top. Well, heck they're I'm definitely not. one of the best defenses out there. Offense has been a bit up and down. Yeah, it has been. Their defense, uh, Baltimore is second in the NFL, not just the AFC, behind <laughs> doing Cleveland. Yeah. Cleveland. Great defense they've got in Cleveland. Yeah. Good defenses in that entire division. Um, that's that's a tough. That's a tough division. Well, it, it is a tough division. It's the old blue, black and blue. Anyway, Baltimore is second in the NFL with uh, 261 yards allowed per game. Detroit is second in the NFC in offense, and it drops them to number four overall. So you got number four offense going against number two defense in the NFL. Not a blend all 32 together, and that's what you got. So uh, it should be the immovable force versus the. Uh, I always forget the rejoinder to that. Yeah, I forget yeah. it again. Immovable force and a something object. Anyway, uh, but that's that's a good pick of the litter. Just to be different, I will take your Dolphins at uh, at Philadelphia. Okay, it's the like pick that. of the litter. litter. Uh, you got Lions. Yeah, which I, I picked to go to the Super Bowl, and that could be very laughable. It could be, hey, wait a minute. Well, my I, I've got the Lions. I pick. I'm picking the Ravens in that game, though. Um, and for anyone betting out there, I think it might actually be a push because I see a three point line. I think the Ravens are going to win on a field goal. They've got a pretty good field goal kicker, if you haven't heard. <laughs> Justin Tucker. That's right. This just in. Yeah, he is. Uh, the a lot of kickers have come and gone during his time in the NFL. He's been the one steady guy. There's not many questions about him. Uh, and I've got uh, Miami at Philly. That's Sunday night. Yeah, it is. Uh, so we can talk about it Monday. Um, I've got to, I've got to take Philadelphia after they got upset last week. Either they've hit a funk, or they're going to come back strong from being upset by Phil, by the Jets, who, oh by the way, have a pretty good defense themselves. It's uh, with the Eagles. I think they're going to come back strong from that loss. It's been um, offense hasn't been quite as smooth as it was last year. Um, Twenty three of fourteen over the Rams. They had a close game against the Commanders, an ugly game against the Buccaneers, and then a one score game against the Patriots and Vikings. So they haven't been. I think as a lot of people thought, they pulled back a bit. Still a very good team, but Jalen Hurts on the year seven touchdowns, seven interceptions. So yeah. I believe I believe in him to get going. I think he's one of those guys that gets motivated by one of those losses. Um, and this Dolphins defense, you can take advantage of them passing the ball. Um, so I think that's where the, the, the run defense for the Dolphins isn't terrible, but you can you can pass the ball both on the Eagles and the Dolphins. They are vulnerable vulnerable secondaries. Well, let me ask you a question. Uh, Hertz is not up there in yardage passing. No, and he's it, never going to be. A, he, yeah, he, he's, well, he's been up before in the top, you know, top, not one, two, or three, but he's been up there. But I'm saying his his attack add you got to add the running game in. He's not just a straight up pocket passer. No, and he does he brings that. Yes, uh, his his main receiver AJ Brown, right? That's right. Uh, listen to this comparison: forty two catches, six hundred seventy two yards. That's pretty first good. first in the NFC. Yeah, sixteen yards per catch. That's really good. Uh, 
but uh, there is a guy. For, uh-uh. I know. No, I've, no cheating. I've heard all the I stats. You looking on my paper? I'm reporting you the T-shirt. I'm also. <laughs> if you might, and trust me, I, I'm aware of the uh, history that uh, the receiver <laughs> for my favorite team is trying to make. Um, uh, uh, Tyreek Hill. In any normal year, AJ Brown would be right. Or well, he is up there in the leaders, but Tyreek Hill is on a different. Level Forty-two catches, the same number as Brown. Yeah, he's got. 814 yards, uh, 19.4 yards per catch. You're up in that level of yards per catch. That is he has multiple, amazing. He has multiple touchdowns this year, well over 20 yards. It's just yeah. uh, taking the top off the defense, and then obviously Jalen Waddle's kind of the underneath quick guy. Unfortunately, Devon Achan's not going to be playing in this game. He's the other speed. I mean, they're – it, Kevin Harlan said it best uh, over the weekend. They're a track team on on the football field. <laughs> is, Waddle, I mean, is Waddle playing? You said yesterday. Waddle is playing. Uh, Waddle's playing. Tyreek Hill and Raheem Mostert. Uh, their four speedster Achon is out. But they they are they are one of the faster teams we've seen in a couple of years. We play them in Washington in December the third, I believe. But I think we're going to learn through these next couple of games how much substance there is to the Dolphins. There's a ton of flash, and we saw it a little bit. Uh, look at USC. They were a lot of flash, and then all of a sudden there wasn't much substance against uh, Notre Dame. I want to see how much substance there is to the Dolphins. When they get punched in the mouth, when they have to not throw the ball over the yard, how do they respond? And I think we're going to learn a lot as they play the Eagles on the road. A tough divisional matchup. I know the Patriots are down, but it's always tough for the Dolphins. And then going to Germany to take on the uh, – or is they go – the they Chiefs. go to Ireland. They go to Ireland, or I think they go to Ireland. I think they go to Dublin. Uh, take. I'm Chiefs. not going to say across the pond. Yeah, because you try swimming, you can swim across a pond. But the point is, the point is, we're going to learn a lot about the Dolphins if they're how much substance there is to this five and one start because they haven't played great teams. They're putting up a ton of yardage, but it's different when you go to Philly. Like you said, the fans will be lathered up. The Eagles proved it last year. This five and one, we know it's real because we saw it last year. I'm very interested to see how the Dolphins respond because I have a feeling the Eagles will jump on them early. Uh, well, I'm taking the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't want them to win. I'm pulling hard for your Dolphins. There's no question about that. Uh, that's a smart That's pick. our picks of the litter for games, and they're both could be outstanding. Uh, oftentimes we pick the same game. Yeah. Uh, but Lions and Ravens, Miami and Philly. All right, uh, we'll do our dog of the day when we return. And you know what else I'm going to do when we get back? I'm going to give you some of the names of some of the golfers that are out here that are outstanding golfers, outstanding. Standing. I've got a list here in front of me, and I'm going to give you some names. So you, this will just entice you that much more to come out here and watch these guys. The top 72 PGA Tour, uh, senior tour, they call it. It's now the PGA Tour champions because they've all been champions of something, and they're all in the top 72 out here. So that being the case, uh, that's why we're here. And we'll give you some names of these gentlemen that are going to be playing in, the, in this tournament. And you're going to recognize a lot of names. It is a 9 Oh, my goodness. How did it get to 917? All right. We'll take a pause. We'll come back. We'll do Dog of the Day, and we'll start out with the PGA Tour champions and some of the names on this list of great golfers. Stay with us. In a second straight playoff appearance out of the CAA. Follow them on their quest every step of the way. Here on your home for the Richmond Spiders, 1061 ESPN. back to the Sugar Shack. It's 9 p.m. in the evening, and we're going to play some cards. Love the music. Yeah, come on over here. All right, the uh, 
dog of the day. We'll get to that in a minute. It's what uh, Robert the Bruce and I do every week. The dog of the day uh, is you might have uh, learned and picked up there, Mister uh, Hawk, the Hawk. We you know we pick what we think is the best game, of the, uh, and then the winner, uh, the pick of the litter. Then we do dog of the day. That's quite the opposite end of the spectrum. And uh, th- hey, do 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 me a favor there, Hawk. Look at the NFL schedule this weekend. Give me the dog of the day when we get to it momentarily. We'll throw you in on this one as far as the dog of the day, meaning the worst game you think there is this weekend. All right. I've heard the show once or twice, Alfie. I don't believe that for a New York second. I think you're asleep. We'll send my dog over to bark at you and wake you up to make sure you I do like listen. <laughs> so do I. Yeah, something wrong if you don't like dogs. All right, let's go through a list. I'm not going to give you everybody. I'm not going to give you all 72, but I'm going to give you some highlights and uh, the names of some of the golfers that are out here this weekend. I mean, it really is impressive. Uh, I would love to meet this one guy who's down, uh, is teeing off at 12.15 today. I bet the other one he's going out with, one of them he's going out with, because he was rolling the cart back to my car with this uh, David Toms a couple of years ago. He just hanging out, having fun, talk to us, you know, very friendly. Anyway, here, I'm going to give you some names coming. Uh, Lee Jansen, Jeff Maggart, good, very good golfers. Uh, Billy Andre is coming, is going to be playing out here. Uh, Harrison Frazier. Uh, let's see, who else do we have? Retief Goosen. Colin Montgomery. He's going to be out. He's out here playing, going off at 1047 this morning. Colin Montgomery. Who else do we have? Scott McCarron. He's big time. Justin Leonard. He was always a good golfer and seemed like a nice guy. He and Corey Pavin back in the day. Uh, that's why it's called, it used to be called the senior. Now it's PGA Champions. Justin Leonard's out here. I like to see him. Stuart Appleby. How about that? Other golfers that are going to be out here uh, that you might want to come out and see. Uh, Darren Clark, the Irishman, I believe. I'm not mistaken. I think he's the Irishman. He's an Irishman. He and Shane Lowry and, and of course, uh, Rory McIlroy. I think Darren Clark is an Irishman. Uh, let's see who we have on this list. We've got Ron Pampling. He's a very good, well-known golfer. Billy Mayfair. What was the song? Werewolves of London? There's something down in Mayfair. So he was seen in Mayfair, the werewolf of London. Rocco Mediate, an outstanding golfer. K.J. Choi. I mean, these are, well, they're all good, but I mean, some of these are more familiar with their names. Those V.J. Singh, Olin Brown, Tom Pernice Jr. How about this one? Now, here's an Irishman for you, too. This is a, I'll always liked him anyway, an Irishman like this. And uh, did he not hit the ball? Was it, was it this guy? I think he hit the ball into the crowd this year in a tournament. And went over, gave, hit, hit a guy right on the head in the golf tournament, and went over and paid the guy, I think, 400 bucks. Patrick Harrington. Uh, maybe I, you know, I can mix up one plus three or three plus one. But uh, I believe it was Harrington that went over there and did that. And if somebody knows better, please correct me on that. Uh, Derby Bills right now typing it in. Patrick Harrington. You know, one of the things he did was he held off twice. Uh, uh, Sergio Garcia from winning the British Open two years in a row. Again, if I'm not mistaken, that's the way I remember it. But uh, he kept him at bay. Harrington won the two of them, and Garcia is one for one for 80 in the majors or whatever many majors he's played, probably more than that. And I always said he would never win a major. He finally, and, and our old buddy Lumpy, uh, Billy Lumpkin, uh, started really liking Sergio because I didn't like him. 
typical fan. You know, I, I don't know. He's my favorite golfer now. He's my favorite. Anyway, Sergio did get lightning in a bottle and did win the Masters once. So he's one for career. But Patrick, Patrick, it's Patrick Harrington. Another one here I'd like to see. I think I used the wrong name when I said his name before. Uh, but it's uh, Miguel Angel Jimenez. I think I said Cabrera because there is uh, uh, Miguel Cabrera that plays. No, that's a baseball player. What am I thinking? Tigers retired. <laughs> Good God, I butchered that. We're talking about dog of the day. Uh, but I, you know, I, I know there's a huge difference there. Uh, Miguel Angel Jimenez smokes his cigars, does his yoga before he tees off. And that's always fun to watch that. Uh, but he's a very good player. Miguel Angel Jimenez, Patrick Harrington, they go out together with Jerry Kelly. That's a good threesome to watch. Chris DeMarco is here, and he's a he's a golfer that had a good career, very good career. He got into a playoff with Tiger Woods in 2005 in the Masters. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Woods made short work of him winning on the first playoff hole. But, hey. <laughs> He's in a one-hole playoff with with uh, with Tiger Woods. Who wouldn't like to have that? That's not bad. I heard no. Tiger Woods is pretty good. This just in. Yeah, this just in. This just in. Uh, now here's a guy, as I said, Bob, as I, our boy Bob Eucher said. Now this is a man I would like to meet. The, uh, about everybody I've, I've mentioned, I would like to meet probably at least half of them. Harrington, Jimenez. Here's another one. And uh, Demarco is one I'd like to meet. Ernie Els. I think he's. I think he topped out at three majors. Mickelson stole the was it the Masters from him uh, back in uh, I don't know '04 something like that in that golf tournament uh, on the PGA Tour. And so uh, Ernie Els is here. Uh, I would love to meet him. Uh, he had that. He, he had that uh, wrapped up, and but he uh, he let Mickelson sneak in. Mickelson won his first ever major in that tournament. And I can't remember the year, but it might have been 0405. But it's the first one he ever won. But I'd like to meet Mr. Ernie Els. Big Easy, they always called. But I think he topped out with just three majors, but still hey, three majors. Okay, that's three more than the three of us have. David Toms, David Duvall is here. And remember, he was trying to catch Woods by bodybuilding uh, back in – when he won the British Open, I believe, David Duvall. He got to number one in the world. But Tiger Woods came on like a, like a Texas tornado and just took over. And Duvall uh, got busy weightlifting, and it ruined his golf shots. He could not do what he'd done before. That's the way I remember it. Now, Mr. Duvall may well walk by here and say, what are you? What kind of idiot are you? Well, a garden variety, you know, generic, generic uh, idiot. Uh, but that's as I remember watching and seeing, and he went from uh, being one of the top players in the world to not being able to do too much. Uh, Jim Furyk, Bernard, and we talked about him yesterday. It took me a while to remember. I was like, wait a minute, Bernard Langer. Uh, Bernard Langer is here. So there is a tremendous field here. Uh, in the Dominion Energy Charity Classic, a tremendous field. 
And if you if you like golf, you like to see some of these older guys that have been around and won tournaments when we were all younger, come out to the Dominion Energy Charity Classic. Uh, get your tickets if you can. That's where we're broadcasting from today live, the James River course of the CV, CCV. Come out and join us. Come out here and have fun. Let's take a pause. We shall return, and we will do our dog of the day. Stay with us. A little brighter with full-length podcast of all our shows and interviews. Available at ESPNRichmond.com and on the iHeartRadio app. And Larry is with us before we get to the dog of the day. And, of course, touch again on the great golfers that are here. Larry, go right ahead. Hey, Al. Um, yeah, you got a great morning for it out there. Beautiful place. Um, the one ne- the one negative, uh, since I'm uh, usually filled with negativity, is these guys, I was out there yesterday morning, these guys, 50% of them are probably nice guys. 50% are horrendous. They, um, they when you, well, if you're in a golf shop. You were here, you were here yesterday. They, yeah. At the, at the James River course. Okay, go ahead. Yes. And I watched, uh, probably about 20 guys talk, tried to talk to a few. All right. If you're, if you, if you're standing two feet from a guy, he hits a 300 yard drive and you say, great shot, David. And he just walks off like you don't exist. What type of person do you think that is? A man focused on what he's got doing in front of him. Al, it's a practice round. He's playing with four chops, and it means nothing to him. Okay, that that was a good – I understood your reply there, but it's not the tournament. Uh, yes, but he's got to play did. in the tournament. He's focusing on the hole. On the, his lie, I mean, I know it's a tee shot, but what, what is he going to use on his next shot? These guys are in their office, so to speak. They're at their job, and <laughs> that's what they're doing. So, I mean, what do you want them to come over to polish your shoes? <laughs> no, but I, I appreciate. I, pre, I would appreciate a thank you. Okay. Well, and, wait a minute. What, uh, no, he, talk- wait a minute. I, I'm not disagreeing. I'm taking devil's advocate here for you, Lair. What does he owe you a thank you for? You said nice shot. Did you slip being him a, a, human a, a being, fifty? Being a- being a human being. Being a human being. Well, Being a, a normal human being. That's all I about, ask for. You're talking about just common, everyday good manners. Yes. And, that, and, I, uh, and out of the 15 guys yesterday that I talked to or walked into, um, half of them were what I just explained. David Duvall being one of them. Um, uh, who else? Uh, Padre Harrington. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Which side was David Duvall on? He he didn't say a word. Oh, he's the David. Okay. I figured it wasn't yeah, Tom's because yeah. he's a nice guy. <clears throat> no, yeah, yeah. Scott Perell, Tom's. Um, Colin Montgomery was a great guy. I, I told Colin, I said, Colin, you look fantastic. And uh, he goes, you and me look alike, partner, and thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> that was nice. Uh, uh, no, but he, he uh, lost weight. He looked fantastic. <laughs> All right, so, so you're here, and you're telling the guy a nice shot. And, <clears throat> excuse me, suppose you walk into a lawyer's office, and he's working with his client, and you say, hey, good comment. That ought to get him off. I mean, 
Listen, you got to remember, these guys are in their office, or if they work outdoors, they work indoors, or wherever they are, this is their job. It's like people walk in the studio while we're doing the show. Hello? I mean, we, we used to be over on, on German School Road. When I did my show in the morning, I always left the front door. I generally left it unlocked. And a couple times people walked in, and they were rather unsavory. And so I looked at whoever was working outside the glass. I'd say, hey, look, man, i got to start locking that door. And and we did, and because this is what I'm doing. This is my work site, wherever I'm doing the show from. This is what we're doing, and it's a work site for Robert the Bruce. I mean, you don't just come in and lollygag in the studio or in the production booth and say, hey, uh, nice call. Uh, hey, how about a ham sandwich? So anyway, take it for what it's worth. Um, some people can be nice, and some people aren't. Anyway, we got to get going. What else you got? Quickly, quickly, quickly. What else? Uh, yeah, no, I wanted to make one more comment about this. The, one more quickly, uh, quickly, quickly. In the, in the- I know, in the practice rounds, they take a cart. Well, you know why they take a cart. It's not because they can't walk or they don't want to walk. They've walked their whole lives. They do it so they don't have to get near people, okay? They sit by themselves. They don't want to see people. And, and it, it, it's, it's just, it gets, I mean, I love golf, and I love being with heroes and watching these guys, and it's gotten to me where I don't want to go out there because I can't stand these guys. Um. So anyhow, yeah. that's my take on You're that. You're a nattering nabob of negativity here. All right, we've got to move on. But that always good to hear from you, Larry. It really is. You you boost my day there with a call like that. Thank you, Hoss. <laughs> All right, All right. Thanks, buddy. All right, thank you. All right, dog of the daytime. We've got to, uh, you know. We'll get back to that. All right, dog of the day. Robert, you're first. I'm second. Hawk is third. Go right ahead, Robert the Bruce. Mine is not tough at all. It is the Green Bay Packers at the Denver Broncos. Anytime I see the Denver Broncos on the slate, I know they're a um, they're a candidate for dog of the day. They are hard to watch, and the Packers aren't a lot better to watch. Uh, Jordan Love had a, has had a couple moments, but he's struggling. I believe he has the lowest completion percentage of any starting quarterback. Mm. We know about the Broncos' struggles. I think that's going to be an ugly game, uh, 425. But sometimes these dog of the days end up being entertaining Yeah, because uh, they're so bad they're fun to watch. It's like uh, when the Bears and Broncos play. It was actually fun. Uh, two and three Green Bay at one and uh, five. Yeah, Denver. one and five. Yeah, one and five. Looking at it here. Uh, that, uh, that Yeah, that's a good pick for the dog of the day. I don't know if there's a matchup looking quickly of two losing teams uh, on the docket other than that today, this weekend. I don't know. Cleveland is uh, three. Uh, no, so it's the only matchup, I think, in that regard. So that is mine as well. We don't confer on these things. Who's going to win the, like the dog of the day in, on your docket? Dog of the day, I think the Broncos finally get their second win. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't love what the Packers are doing. Uh, they clearly don't trust Jordan Love yet, and I don't understand how he's been in that system for a couple of years. you got to let the guy – you got to see what you got in him, but they keep babying him with some of the throws. So yeah. I think the Broncos do just enough. Um, the <clears throat> quarterbacks for these, this game, and it's one of my contest questions, are uh, uh, Russell Wilson and Jordan Love. Well, if you think about Wilson Love, what do you think about it? To me, I think of the Beach Boys. 
because they together wrote a lot of their songs. Brian Wilson did a lot of his own. Mike loved it right. a few. They they were a tandem like Lennon McCartney, Wilson Love. And which one did you like better? Oh man, are you? I got a, bro, a man crush on Brian Wilson. So there you go. Then. Mike Love, I'm not that much a fan. Mike Love's nephew is Kevin Love of the Miami Heat. Oh, I like that. Yeah, there you go. very good. There you go. There. No, I mean, but Mike Love has has a talent. He wrote some songs, but Brian Wilson's the man. He's the genius. Anyway, enough of that. But uh, Wilson and Love. I, when I wrote that down, I was like, hey, wait a minute. All right, I'm going to take uh, Denver's well to finally do something against uh, against a Green Bay team that's two and three. Uh, let's go to the Hawk. Hawk, what do you have as well for this one? All right, I'm going to surprise a few people. I like mm-hmm. Arizona going over Seattle. I think Seattle is uh-uh. going to be the dog of the day. And I'm going to tell you right now, I know that they did not show up last week with the Rams, but I like this Josh Dobbs, and I am not a believer in Seattle. I think that's going to be a big upset. How dare you? <laughs> I like it. You got Zona. <clears throat> Cardinals. Winning. Yeah, yeah, man. Cardinals, they they, have, they're due. They have been pesky this whole year. They're they're obviously not a good team, but they've been in every game they've they, played in. They stomped the bovine cartel like that after Washington beat them. So the dog of the day, we got two votes for Green Bay and one for Zona. Uh, excuse me, one, one for One of Seattle, us is right. Two. Yep, it's Green Bay. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the picks of the litter are Lions at Ravens in Miami at Philadelphia. And, of course, uh, we, as I've mentioned a number of times, we're broadcasting live. Thank you, Hawk, from the James River course at the Country Club of Virginia. It's the Dominion Energy Charity Classic. And so far since 2016, uh, they have raised $9.3 million uh, for charities. Uh, around this area and beyond, they expect to crash through the eleven million dollar barrier this weekend at the uh, at this uh, particular golf tournament in the PGA. Senior, used to be called Seniors, is now called Champions Tour. Anyway, there's so much going on. The charities that they're doing, uh, the military uh, personnel they'll have out here, and there will be a ceremony this afternoon at 5:15. Uh, to honor. It's called Military Appreciation Ceremony. And Greg McQuaid from CBS says, good guy, by the way. If you've never met Greg McQuaid, <clears throat> he's a really good young man. He's probably not so young anymore as Henrico's finest march boss here. There you go. Thank you, gentlemen. Great to be here. Tickets in the lobby. Uh, Grant McQuay will be out here hosting this this afternoon, which I think is, uh, like I said, I'm jealous. The whole MC, the ceremony, and uh, the guest of honor. I mentioned this a couple times now because I want people to know to come out here and have the opportunity to, if not meet and shake paws with Mr. Galante, at least we'll get to see him and meet him as he is the, he is the uh, guest of honor at the military ceremony today. And, again, the, uh, he's a veteran. He was a pilot, a commander. He flew in Vietnam, got shot down over North Vietnam. He and his, his wife, well, of course, Phyllis Galante, was the tip of the spear to get to President Nixon to bring home the POWs and the MIAs. And she has passed away. I had the honor of meeting him a long time ago. And he was a recent inspiration to me. He's been that way for years, but uh, something else bubbled to the surface. And uh, he came to mind when I thought of inspiration. And he survived. Are you sitting down? 2,432 days as a POW. That's six and two-third years as a POW. Daggone. A special place for somebody like him. All right, we'll take a pause. We are at the 
as I mentioned, the James River course of the CCV. It's the Dominion Energy Charity Classic. It gets underway, I believe, I think first tee time. I said earlier 10, but I think it's 10.25. We'll double check on that. <clears throat> 72 golfers. I gave you a list earlier of whom I think are the bigger names out here because they're they're all good and they're all senior tour members and they all have won before and I plucked out a few names of uh, what I think are the top players out here. Uh, Lord knows Bernhard Langer has won this thing. (laughs) has won the championship, the Charles Schwab Cup a number of times and he's back again and we'll mention a couple more names when we return and wrap up right here live at the James River course of the CCV and again one more time it's the Dominion Energy Charity Classic. Come on out enjoy some great golf. A little rain maybe this afternoon a little bit might push through here but after that it's going to be a beautiful weather Saturday and Sunday out here uh, of course on South Gaskins Road the location of the tournament on the James River course. Stay with us. This is Sports Phone on 1061 ESPN. Robert Bruce, Robert the Bruce alongside and the Hawk back in the studios of 1061 ESPN. Stay with us, won't you? Morning at 10, it's Greeny. Starting at 10 o'clock after Sports Phone with Big Al on 1061 ESPN. Streaming live on the iHeartRadio app. <laughs> There we go. We're here live and wrapping up. A lot of sports still to go this weekend. We talked to when we first got on the air a couple hours ago. We talked about the NFL game last night, college football with a lot of local interest, and that was on ESPN, JMU and Marshall. JMU, of course, went into the weekend as number 26 in both polls. Unless every team in the top 25, especially the bottom, if they all win, they may not get back in. I mean, they might get in. They're number 20 at the door. If a couple teams ahead of them lose, they will definitely jump into the top 25 in their second year in the FBS. That's impressive. Uh, There was that last night. We had an afternoon uh, MLB playoff game yesterday afternoon. And uh, then the MLB last night had another game, Strohs and Rangers. The focus today, of course, is what's happening locally and locally is the pga tour champions thank you thank you thank you water delivered you gotta love it so we thank you for that um the local of course is the pga tour champions uh i mentioned before the names that meant or at least to me, I thought, well, these are top flight players. And they're all top flight, but the ones that jump at you, like Ernie Els and Miguel Angel Jimenez, Patrick Harrington, Furick, David Thomas, Bernhard Langer, and they're all going out after 12.04, from 12.04 to 12.26. So I don't know what time you want to come out here, but uh, you know, when you look at Harrington and uh, Jimenez, and even Jerry Kelly in that group, he was going to DeMarco, uh, Ernie Els, David Duvall, Furick, Toms, Langer. Bernhard Langer, uh, all good, very good. And uh, I know Bernhard Langer has won this thing, the cup, a number of times. <clears throat> the Charles Schwab Cup. Stuart Appleby's going to be out. Olin Brown's a good name. Uh, Lee Jansen. So just a few of the names. Darren Clark, a few of the names of the people that will be out here uh, for the tournament this weekend. There's no cut. It's a three-day event. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, a lot of the Colin Montgomery will be out here. And Retief Goosen, uh, some more names. So that's uh, 
It's a depressive group they're having out here uh, this weekend. Are you coming back at all, by the way, Robert the Bruce? I will be back this afternoon <coughs> for, uh-huh. for Matt Joseph's broadcast. Are you hang around a little bit and see some of these guys? I'll probably hang around for a little yep. while. Um, then go home and relax a little bit. But I'll, I'll keep an eye on what's going on as well. I did last year. Uh, but it's a great event they put on. Out there. It is it's, a great it's, event. There's a lot of really good events in Richmond. Um, that, that go on that we've been a part of. We'll be obviously out the A-10 uh, Women's Media Day mm-hmm. next week, and that'll be fun. So there's a, there's a lot of great stuff that goes on in this in this city. It, there is. And the surrounding areas of it. More than you think about. Yeah. Until it happens, you go, oh, yeah, we've got that. And you know, speaking of next week, you know what next Tuesday is, right? Next What's your tu- favorite day of the year? Next Tuesday is uh, the 24th. Day of October. That's right. And it is one of my favorite days of the year. That's right. Cause not, don't tell me. Go ahead. There are two things that are happening. Well, they're, they simultaneously happen. That is the NBA's opening night. No, I said don't tell me. Oh, you said you said go ahead. I said don't, don't go ahead with what you were telling me, but I didn't want to know. I was going to guess. I, think, I was thinking of a lunar eclipse, a solar eclipse. There might be one of those. Uh, but no, they had a important. solar, very beautiful ring of fire last uh, week out west, or earlier this week. Right. Uh, NBA, okay, says tongue-in-cheek. NBA starts. And what's the other thing? Well, it goes hand in hand. LeBron James and the Lakers also open that night. So it's um that's a perfect storm for you. I know you're excited. I wanna I wanna waste the days of my life clawing to get to the twenty fourth of October. I bet. Yeah. Well, that's good. It'll be the NBA season gets underway. I mentioned it when we talk about October. I mentioned NHL got started 10 days, two weeks ago. NBA opens up their season to go along with the football, college, and pro, to go along with a golf event like this, to go along with baseball and all the things that are going on. So I, I do include them now. I mean, I'm going to sit there and watch. What are you watching on Christmas Day this year? Well, does Miami play on Christmas Day? They play on Christmas Eve, I believe. I, I, Your I Heat have, or I, the Dolphins? Uh, the Dolphins. Doesn't don't all the all the NFL teams that play on either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day one? Of well, them. because Christmas Eve is a Sunday. Okay, then yeah, they play on Christmas, Christmas Day. Has three games. Oh, then I'll watch uh, the Christmas Day game. The Miami Heat do play. Well, on are the Miami day. Heat playing on Christmas yes, Day? Yes, Philadelphia 76ers. They do. I remember that. The Heat are. Yes. What about your Dolphins? The Dolphins will be on Christmas Eve at home versus Dallas. Okay, yeah. Christmas Eve. That's a notable game. It there is. are three games on Christmas Day. Oh. Okay. Like the Giants at Philadelphia's Christmas Day. That's, eh. Eh. I don't want to watch eh. that. I know exactly how it'll go. <laughs> Daniel Jones cannot beat the Cowboys or the Eagles. <laughs> uh, the 25th, I'm looking Did for notice I didn't include the other divisional team? <laughs> Whatever. I mean, they're, gonna, they're not going to do anything. Las Vegas will be playing Kansas City. That's one of those ones. Uh, they always manage to stay close with Kansas City, but they can't beat them. Yeah. So it's I'd rather watch the NBA games. Christmas Eve, the Jets will host Washington. Uh, I'm I mean, missing a Christmas game because there are three of them. Go ahead. I watch Washington to see what's going on. I always like to keep an eye on what they're doing. And apparently uh, the quarterback for the Jets – on the sideline, apparently he's uh-huh. going to come back faster than anyone ever has from this injury. Yeah. Although he then later this week said for everyone to cool your jets. So I believe he was just kind of looking for some attention. He got he got it, and then he was like, wait, people are taking me seriously about coming back. And he was like, hold on, guys, I can't. I'm not a miracle worker. I do have to recover first. You're talking about fruitcake, of course. Yes, uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers. So I don't uh, I don't know if he'll be back. I don't think he'll be back quite by that We got to get going here. We do. We're about ready to wrap up. And let me tell you this. 
this. The three Christmas Day games, or at least that day into the evening, Baltimore and San Francisco. In okay, San Francisco. Good. That's a pretty good game. The Vegas Raiders are playing Kansas City. That's terrible. And I doubled up on one, so there's one more that I don't have time to, to probably research uh, this game because we're out of time. Anyway... We uh, want to thank, first of all, Hawk, thank you for your work back in the studios of ES 106.1 ESPN. Thank you, Hawk. It was fun playing with you guys. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we want to thank Robert the Bruce for being here side-by-side uh, side for today's event. And I want to thank the callers and listeners. We would not be here without them. I want to thank all of our sponsors. We would not be here without our sponsors. If you have a need for other products or services, go see them. Tell them you heard it on Sports One Big Al or on ESPN. They'll take care of you. I promise you that. I want to thank the Dominion Energy Charity Classic for having us, as well as the James River course here at CCV for having us out here. Come out and enjoy. We thank you for listening. Have a great weekend. Hope to see you here. We'll be back Monday morning. King at 7, Jamie King at 7, and we'll be live 8 o'clock Monday morning to rehash it all. Thanks for listening. Your home for Richmond.